Everybody has a first day, everyone. And if you can remember back in your first day of anything you've ever done, how did you get through it? You had help from, from your fellow veterans or, or you, you learned on the fly. And that's what I've been doing. At the end of the day, you can always find a job, hopefully, but you'd never get back the time spent with family or time lost with family. And and it's a big deal. It's, uh, you know, I, I did things differently. I, I had a chance to get married when I was 22 and, and knew that I, I'm not a, I'm not going to be married 22. I can't. I can't have kids. I, I'm, I'm going to be a jerk, an idiot, whatever it is at 22. I wasn't ready. My parents, they were young. They got married early. That's that's their thing. I got married at 40, had my first kid at 41. So I'm doing things a little different. Hello, and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Shulseth. Let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Agent Podcast. Today, I'd like to introduce my good friend from Connecticut, David Smolowitz. David, tell me about we- you. Have you always been a real estate agent? I have not. I actually just recently got into real estate. In, I got my license. Well, okay, let's back up. So I was in food service for probably 30 years, 25, 30 years. And in the process of food service, at the last year or two that I was in it, I went to get a car at the you know, at the Honda dealership. And we went through the whole procedure and it was like, oh, we can do this, we can do this and dragged it out. And it was dragging it out and dragging it out. In two hours, they were just dragging me around. And I had talked about what we wanted to do and how much I wanted to pay and, and all of the parameters. And then they came back and it wasn't the number I wanted. And they just, just couldn't get it done. And, and for whatever that business is, I was quite frustrated. I might've said some off-colored things and I formed <laughs> out angry. So at that moment, I said, no matter what I do the rest of my life, I'm going to treat people honestly and give them everything up front and no hidden surprises and tell them what to do. And then COVID hit. And then I was laid off from work in, in there. And I said, you know what? Real estate, I've always been interested in real estate and, and, and want to do that. So I I took the Zoom classes, took the whole course, got certified and and promised that I would be good to my clients and just honestly say, oh, you know, by the way, closing fees, did you know, are 8,000, could be 9,000, you know, we don't know. It's it's just so you know what you're up against. I don't want someone to buy a house and be unprepared. And then, you know, also how much can I afford? We did a mortgage calculator. That was important to me. Just really knowing the parameters of, it's never going to be a good system when you find somebody a house and they can't afford it. How miserable is it would it be to anyone if they were were outside of their parameters? You know, I can afford 170. Well, we can we want this house, you got to spend 200. Well, that's you know, for every 50,000, it's an extra, you know, $30 a month of mortgage. Maybe your budget is tight. I didn't want, I just wanted to be people to be honest and and do them right. David, let me pause you right there. Mm-hmm. So backing up a minute in food service, yeah. what did you do in food service? Were you on the back end? Were you client facing? I did a little of everything. I was mostly a chef, a line cook, started off as a line cook, then okay. became head chef, ran a catering business, uh, dealt with people doing weddings and functions and all that. that. So the client aspect and dealing with them and knowing how to, uh, you know, I used to play poker back in the day and I used to read people and, and knowing, you know, how to react through their actions and how comfortable they were and relate with people and just always been good relating with people and understanding and sympathizing and empathizing. Um, so that's been a very you know, it's come easy to me. So some people it's tough with, and that's, that's tough one, especially in this business to, to not be able to discuss, you know, with someone, every aspect of it. So. Sure. So now you bring that into your real estate business, you're putting your clients first, you want to serve them with honesty and integrity. So you've been in the business, what, 12, 18 months? 
Not even. I got my license in March. I was officially licensed of this March year, 2021. This year, 2021. Absolutely. Okay. And then I spent the next, you know, what is it? So we're in August, what's that, five months? September. Five months or so. Oh, September, yeah. Jeez, it goes fast. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I've just been, I, I put my time in on the floor time and signing up for the office and 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 being there and answering the phones. And What brokerage are you with? Oh, we're the Agnelli Real Estate uh, in okay. Connecticut. It's a smaller firm. It's about uh, 120, 140 agents right now, I believe. The woman who taught my class is one of the brokers in this and she said, oh, you know what, you know, we're, we're, you know, this is what we offer. And, and you know, that's it. And I met her and the other owner, George Agnelli, who's Agnelli Real Estate. And they're real people. They're regular people. They were happy to explain every aspect. And this is the deal. And, and there's no pressure. We love you. If you want to work here for three days and leave, God bless. And we'll hopefully meet around the corner. And and that really spoke to me. I was like, this is, these are my people. This is where this is I home. should be. Right. Uh, I, I checked out some other agencies. I'm not going to mention any names, but th- there was the structure wasn't for me. It was very um, robotic, very here, learn this and then we'll do this and then we'll do this. And then, you, you're just very robotic. This felt like more of a smaller hometown feel to it. And I've always been, you know, Connecticut's a small state in, in the grand scheme of things. So it's always been a, a relation, small things. I mean, you're in uh, uh, Colorado, Utah, excuse Chicago. me. Chicago. Oh, Chicago. That's one of my favorite towns. Um, so yeah, it's a little different. Uh, so it was more of a connection thing. That's really why I chose the brokerage I was a, I'm with now. Yeah. I love, it felt good, right? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. And that's, that's what it's a about. A lot of this is feel. So a little birdie told me you recently got your first listing. I did. I did. I was actually working floor time, which was very frustrating, answering phone calls. Hi, can I speak to this agent? I can't get a hold of them. Sure. Let me take your phone number and pass it off. And basically secretary work, which was fine. I mean, that's I'd love to put those hours in and learn how to talk to people. And if you're uncomfortable talking to people, I would recommend definitely getting on the phones at work. And even if you screw up the phone, it's OK. They're not your client. You can you know, experiment with things. You can you can be quiet on the phone. You can be aggressive. You can be you know, find your voice. And it was easy for me, actually, because I like talking to people. So a gentleman called up and he said, I've known your owner for 30 years. I've seen his name around town. I'm 75 years old and I want to sell my house. He said, when can you come take a look at it? I said, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And he said, no, no, that's too fast. That's too fast. I said, okay, when do you want to go? I'll be there in 30 minutes. Yeah. He said, we we agree on 45. I was over there. I was over there that day, 45 minutes later. I said, I got to go. Left the office, met him over there. Nice gentleman. In his 70s, he's uh, he has three houses, one he owns and two he rents. And this one was just too much for him. And he was like, winter's coming and I want to get rid of this before winter. I don't want to have to do the upkeep. What can you do? And we talked and I said, all right, well, I, I really like this. I like this. This is what I see. And just gave him my honest opinion of what I was learning and 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 how to approach things and 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 just felt like, you know, where we're at. Then I went back to the office. I did some comps. I said, you know, what is this house? So he bought it in 1953 or his wife, I believe is officially, but they were both on there and has it since then. So trying to find a house that how much it sold for over the last few years is very difficult. <laughs> I'm not going to sell what I'm not going to make. I'm not going to sell it for what he bought it for. That's probably a little rough, you know, obviously. Yeah, right. 50 years, 60 years ago. So uh, we had to figure it out and we came up with a number. It was a little over what I thought the actual value was. And I purposely did that for the sake of, and, and I, I'm sure you know all this, but I'm talking to somebody who doesn't know this new sure. agent, I want the new agent to listen to this and say, shit, I was there. I was there. That's exactly right. I get it now. And I priced it a little higher because you could always go down. If the, if that house is 200,000 and you price it at 250 
and somebody offers you 230, you're happy. But if your price is at 200 and somebody offers you 180, well, there's nothing, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a game. You can always go lower. You can't increase the price when you're there. So that's what we did. And we got full asking as our first offer within 24 hours. Did he ask you if you were a new agent? Nope, he did not. But I would have told him flat out, this is my first. Yep. I have no problem with that. Good. Because I can always tell him, I say, look, everybody has a first day, everybody. And if you can remember back in your first day of anything you've ever done, how did you get through it? You had help from, from your fellow veterans or, or you, you learned on the fly. And that's what I've been doing. And, and, and like I said, with this agency, I can call the broker owner at any moment and he answers his phone. I can text him. I can talk to other agents in the office. There's an office administrator. She's very good. And she's constantly, I'm like, uh, can I ask you a question? I always, can I bother you with a question? She's no, no, tell me, tell me. And it's like, good. And then fellow agents show up also. And oh, I talk to them. Hey, how you doing? Oh yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? And we're, we're and bouncing ideas off each other. So it's networking. It's, you know, that's it. So I know getting to this first listing mm-hmm. and successfully getting the listing, turning mm-hmm. it on, that kind of stuff. There's, you have some history that we talked about offline with uh, going through one deal specifically that was challenging. Do you mind sharing that experience? I don't, I don't, I, I'm very open. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to yeah, be course. very kind of vague, but. But rough then. So I had a client again who called the office uh, while I was on the on the phone and said I was looking for to buy a property. I said, okay, great. There's a house. There's a a building uh, for a retail space in in Connecticut. Can we go take a look at? It? No problem. You don't have an agent. Great. I'd love to sign with you. I'm Dave. Let's go. Great. Got to let you. She lived in New York. She was about two hour drive away. So I was doing most of the work via Zoom. Uh, I would take videos. You know, that kind of thing. There's the technology sure. now is great yeah. that you can do this thing. The and- remote realtor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so we checked out several places. So the place that we looked at this first one was available to purchase. So we went there, we talked to the owner um, and the owner said, well, she said, I'm not really interested in buying this. Well, the owner says, well, I own three buildings on this strip. Let's take a look at this one and maybe you can rent it from me. And I said, and we're like, oh, great. You know what? That's That might be better. Maybe she wants to rent and then you know, rent to own eventually. So we took a look at it and then and the guy said, well, I got to clean this area up and I'm going to do this, 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 this. And then you can come in rent. And then the, we, so we hammered out a deal and I was like, well, this is great. I, wow, I did it. I finally got her in there. And then, you know, he's like, great, well, we're, we're ready to go. And we're just at the brink of looking at the lease and such. And it hit me like, like, like a head, like a ton of bricks. And I said, huh, I wonder how I'm getting paid on this. <laughs> and I said, oh, you know what? I officially am not because we came to it as a purchase that was in the MLS and there was no purchase agreement in this made up thing. I did connect my clients to the seller. So I should deserve something. Absolutely. Um, so I spoke to my broker. I called her up and said, uh-oh, what did I do? I screwed up. What did I do? Help, help, help. And she said, well, you have three options here. You can go to the landlord who typically would say, uh, we'll offer you half a month's rent or percentage of the lease. It's roughly about the same, depending on where it is. So it's a you know a two thousand dollar a month rental. I get a thousand dollar commission. Great. Uh, she said you can go to him and ask him to step up and pay that. Now he wouldn't have to pay his agent, so he would save a thousand dollars in in a real estate transaction. Fair enough. Great. You see, that's one. And then he he can respond with, of course, here's your money, or sorry, we don't have anything in writing, and I'm not going to write anything, so you're you're out of luck. So, okay. She said, then if that happens, you have to go to your client and say, hey, listen, I'm not getting. A- commission on this. So I think you need to pay me my commission, which I don't like to do because we'd already talked about 
I said to her earlier, oh, if you buy a place, it's not the buyer, it's the seller that pays the commission. So you, I'm working, you know, you don't have to pay me any money. And, and that's part of my selling point where I try for my buyers. That don't worry, it's not going to cost you anything. Well, now it's going to cost you something. So I didn't want to do that. That was against that from the beginning. So I get to the next day and I and I go to him face to face. Say, hey, listen, I said, and I tell him the story. I said, listen, this is what has happened. You know, I'm honest, you don't owe me a single dollar. Can you step up and take responsibility and pay me my, my commission that I'm owed? And he said, I'll take care of you, no problem. Great. Wow, that's cool. Honest, honesty finally paid off. <laughs> you know, great. Okay, cool. So I go back to her and she said, Well, you know, I'm so happy that we're about to finalize the deal and sign the paperwork, this, that, the other thing. And uh she's like, uh, are you getting taken care of us? Yep, he's got me. Don't worry about it. So oh, great, great. I was nervous. She said, I would be willing to pay you too. Oh, as I told because I told her the same story that that he'll take care of. Great. She said, Oh, great, no problem. So I was like, Don't worry, you don't have to pay for anything. So she came across some um, some issues uh, throughout this process of finalizing it. So she incurred some costs. What's the timeline on this whole thing? This is over the course of about a week and a half, two weeks. Okay. Going right. back and forth here and there. We're, we're getting towards this. We want to move in this date. Can you get this ready? Clean it out. All sorts of stuff. So we agree. They signed. She transfers over the first, last, and security check. They're good. She's about to move in. I wait about two weeks later and then I go to see him because I was like, okay, now it's two weeks. He's gotten his check. I give him some time, let the dust settle. And I go to collect my money. I go to see him and he said, well, no, I don't think you fought well enough for me. So I don't owe you any money. And no, no, that's not going to happen. I was like, but you told me, you gave me your word. You told me that, you know, all right. So there's my naivety, being naive. It was my bad. Okay. So what do I do? So I leave. I'm not going to go back to my clients. I'm not going to, you know, she's done. She thinks it's over. I don't, she's starting up a business. I don't want to hit her for a thousand dollars. So I process in my head. Okay. So what am I going to do? So hopefully my client is going to give out my business card, talk to her family, talk to her friends. And she had along the way, she's like, you know, you're really doing a great job and really was singing my praises. So I just assumed that the thousand dollars I lost on that would be, I'm going to spend that on advertising and connecting and networking and yeah, it sucked. I probably should have gotten writing. So I learned a really expensive lesson for some. Some people be like, eh, it's just part of it. But it sucked. $1,000. I would really enjoy $1,000 right now. I don't know about you, but. So, you know, as you're becoming a agent mm -hmm. and starting your new business and becoming this entrepreneur of a person as a real estate agent these days, have you developed kind of a process like a checklist of, hey, I need to make sure I do these things for each of these transactions to make sure I cover my bases? Absolutely. It was a, it was a ready aim fire and now it's uh, a little slowed down. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. It was a ready fire aim. Ready fire aim. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant yeah very now, familiar. Now it's, now it's line things up, make sure everything's done properly. Um, slow down a little bit. Yeah. Slow down. Slow down. I'm so excited to get a listing. I, I want you to find, I want to find the, somebody their house tomorrow. Like, and, and people are excited too. I look in, in this market right now, you almost have to move that fast, but I wasn't ready to move that fast. And knowing that now is a good, good knowledge tool. Okay. So this has been awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. Yeah, absolutely. What are three things that come to mind since we're kind of talking about this stuff mm -hmm. as a new real estate agent? Like what are three things you wish you knew or were told as a new real estate agent coming into this business? I wish that during the classes, that's where I would have loved this, that we actually 
Now, a Zoom is tough because you really can't hold on. I'm, I'm more of a, you know, hands-on kind of guy. So I want to see pieces of paper. I want to actually, you know, touch it and flip the pages, write it. And I wrote up this offer with, with a pen and paper. I didn't write it up on the computer. So I'm a little old school, but that's, that's who I am. So I would have preferred for us to have a printed out contract and say, okay, this goes here, this goes here. Literally every line, line by line, this is where it's going to look like. This is what you're going to do. And, and really just just hammer home what the paperwork looks like because that's the part I don't really have a full. And there's like, ooh, I forgot that piece. Ooh, I forgot. Like really hammer home those points. And they were discussed briefly. It wasn't that they weren't talked about. I just wish we would have spent a lot more time finalizing those things. That's all. Paperwork is is a lot of it because, you know, talking to people, finding houses, that's the fun part. It's the paperwork that's, that's and if you misstep, you're going to get fined by the MLS. You're going to get fined by, the, the, by this and, you know, no, you could hurt your client Absolutely. and yourself, right? Sure. Like sure. that's the whole reason there's a contract or a purchase agreement in writing. Absolutely. Yeah. Then you could lose a significant deposit if you don't fill the proper paperwork right. out. And then that's a okay. problem. What's so, another thing? What's another thing? Uh, that people would come to me with unrealistic expectations and I have to learn to manage them. You know, like, oh, I'm ready to buy a house. I want to buy a $2 million house. And I want, you know, this, 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 this. Um, and you have to say, okay, listen, let's talk to your bank and you do your financials first. And let's really talk about, let's, you know, putting them in order that a lot of people are ready to buy a house tomorrow, but no one's talked to a mortgage broker. No one said, ooh, how, how, what is my credit report? What is my number? What is, what can I afford? What are my bills? Hey, really hammer out a realistic goal. Look, I know you're excited about getting a house, but creating realistic goals, again, this is back to the car thing where I said, okay, I have $300 a month. And they came back to me, oh, we got this deal, 377. Well, I can't afford that. I know what I can afford. I did my work and I was stuck on that. I wouldn't let them push me into a deal I couldn't afford. Again, that's not what I want to do for my clients. It's, it's reasonable expectations. I love that. No surprises. So I don't know. I think we touched on it a little bit. I can hear like your yeah. passion for serving people, but mm -hmm. what's, what gets you up in the morning? What my do you son <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, as much as I joke about that, that's, that's it. So being in real, being in food service, I used to miss holidays. I used to miss what, you know, every, every holiday, yeah, it's every true. weekend. It's a very demanding business. Absolutely. On my feet, 12 hours a day. Sometimes it was, it's, it's a lot, you know, and now with real estate, I can, I'm my own boss, which is huge. And I can create a schedule that works for, for myself, for my son, for daycare. I can take a, 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 an afternoon off because I've already closed three deals in the morning and or whatever, I've got my paperwork done. And I actually have a home office, which is probably what you see. It's a little cluttered. Sorry, I apologize. But uh, so I work at home. I can I can hang out with my son. We can we can play Legos uh, at any moment. And, and that that's invaluable. The, the time I can spend with my family and my wife, yeah, her too, <laughs> uh, is, is just really, it's everything. I mean, it's at the end of the day, you can always find a job, hopefully, but, but you'd never get back the time spent with family or time lost with family. And, and it's a big deal. It's uh, you know, I, I did things differently. I, I had a chance to get married when I was 22 and, and knew that I, I'm not, a, I'm not going to be married 22. I can't, I can't have kids. I, I'm, I'm going to be a jerk, an idiot, whatever it is at 22. I wasn't ready. My parents, they were young. They got married early. That's, that's their thing. I got married at 40, had my first kid at 41. So I'm doing things a little different, uh, but to each his own, as they say, but, yeah, but nobody this, cares, man. This, right? Yeah. At this point in you my life, you. 
yeah, yeah. I've been I've been very lucky to, to things worked out really well, and and I can I have this opportunity. That's awesome. And yeah, you're right. Time is the most valuable asset. <laughs> you can make more money, sure. But the only way you get time back is by leveraging it, and that's sure. what you're doing, and that's what you have the ability to do in real estate. Absolutely, right? is you can decide what you want your career to look like, what mm -hmm. you want your business to look like, what you want your team to look like as you're building out that model, whatever it is, right? Whether you're a solo agent or, you know, you're bringing people on like a transaction coordinator or a buyer's agent, there's a whole, there's so many different models that sure. allow you to be creative mm -hmm. and build that time component that you want that works best for you and your family. Yeah. And it's, and you're only going to get what you put into it as, as a lot of things are, of course. So yeah. if you want to be a part-time agent and you do three deals a year, that's good. A couple extra dollars in your pocket. Absolutely. Good for you. That's awesome. If you want to go ultra aggressive for an X amount of period and say, I don't work, you know, December to, to, to February or something, because it's the winter months and most people aren't buying it at those times. Well, I live in the, you, you do live in the colder areas where the snow comes that people don't want to buy. It's less likely to buy. So you have that flexibility to take time off in the bad months and get ultra aggressive in the summer. And, you know, it all hopefully works out. Yeah. And push. Yeah, yeah. Or don't. You're right. Or don't. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I wanted to, to briefly touch on is, and you said three points. So I have a third one now. So sure, great. I know you're ready. Uh, my third point is don't be afraid to fire a client. And everyone is, and me especially, I was like, I was nervous. Everybody who, who I get, I have, to, I have to give me them all. Give me them all. I'm hungry. Give, it, give me all the clients you can give me. Sometimes you just don't work. And I now when I talk to people, I use that approach is listen, like they would call the office. Hey, I want to look at one, two, three main street. I said, great, we'll go. But I can't legally, my brokerage wants me to have you sign an agreement that I get the commission on this house. Cause I don't want to do all the work and not get paid for it because no one expects to do their job and not get paid. So I sign them for usually either just the property or for a week or something, something simple. And say, listen, I want to meet you. I want to talk, I want to hang out and, and think that we're aligned. Cause if we're not, then I equate it to, to dating. Like you just don't marry a girl. You date her for a little bit. You see if you like her, if you do the same or a guy or whatever you're into, whatever, it's, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's, but you have to test drive the relationship to see if it works. And if it doesn't work, cut bait. That's it. You gotta, you gotta say, listen, uh, I can try to refer you to another agent. I can see that, that we're not aligned in expectations. I can see that, you know, maybe I, I'm not available to give you the full capacity of what I am to fit your needs. And it's okay to fire somebody because, you know, sometimes if they're a pain or if they're just unrealistic expectations or, or they're just, you know, I, I had a client that, that had me look at, at six different houses, half an hour in every direction. I can't drive around the state and it's just, it's an unrealistic goal. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I love to, to to get the 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 deal, but it's just not worth it eventually at the end of the day. So, so don't be afraid would, to fire somebody. Okay, so that's awesome. So what would mm -hmm. you say to somebody who mm -hmm. is either A, afraid to fire a client, mm -hmm. or B, this could be their first listing and they're so desperate for that commission check, but it's probably going to go south. I would say find five agents in the world and tell them this story and ask them their opinion. And if four out of five of them say, get rid of the clients, listen to four out of five of them and tell them everything. Be as honest as you can say, listen, this is my first listing. I really need to close this deal. Is it going to be worth it? Am I going to pull my hair out? Are we going to, is it, is it going to work? 
And most agents, veteran, I mean, obviously get a veteran, veteran agent. I mean, I'm, I'm a, a, a wicked rookie, as they like to say. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And it's just not going to work sometimes. And that's okay. And it's not, it, and, and some people equate that to failing. It's not failing. It's, it's succeeding because you have realized that you cannot solve a problem that's unsolvable for you. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, I, I can't, I can't do open heart surgery. I'm not a doctor. I know that someone said to me, perform open heart surgery. I'd be like, I'm going to, I'm going to pass this one off. So, cause I know I can't do it. I don't fail as a surgeon. I'm, I succeed because I've realized who I am and my expectations and my, and my goals. Yeah. And more often than not, I found that that energy versus dealing with that negativity or mm -hmm. pushing against that resistance. If you just cut bait, take that energy and put it into something, creating that next relationship or going after a better deal or a better solution for you or a better aligned client, mm -hmm. it's going to happen. And if this person is that ready to buy and you're afraid that it's not going to work, pass it off to a fellow agent say, Hey, listen, I'll take my 25% referral fee or whatever the, the deal. We have a 25% referral fee because it's, it's a deal that's basically done. You just got to do all the work. So just take your cut and don't do anything. That's great. Or even whatever, right. whatever deal you have, Hey, throw me $500 or whatever, whatever you come up with it. At least try to get paid that way. At least you're getting something out of the deal. If yeah. it should fruition, come to fruition. And then when you say that, okay, say I'll, I'll take 25% of this deal when it comes to, to fruition. And then when the deal doesn't come to fruition in three months, you say, wow, huh, I guess I was right. So like, you know, <laughs> right. uh, that's another thing. So again, and also talk to, talk to your fellow agents. And if there's no one else to talk to, there are plenty of Facebook groups. Um, yeah. To ask you questions. can probably send you a, a Facebook message and you might even, uh, you know, might even respond. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Okay. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. I think that was yeah. a huge point. What's your one thing, right? Like for all of our listeners out there and the audience, mm -hmm. if there's one thing that you can give, whether it be a new agent, a newer agent or a seasoned agent, one thing to pay it forward to our fellow real estate pros, what would that be? To be real. Just be real. Just be who you are. Nobody likes the phony salesman. Nobody likes the, the hey, how are you? What's going on today? That's fake. No, everyone knows. Come on. Be real. Be true to who you are and be true to convictions. That's it. And just be, just be, you know, honest. Be authentic. Just stay be, with your principles. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's what I've chosen to do. So it's natural to me. It's like, how do how do you describe to tell, how do you tell somebody to, to be honest? It's, it just, it is, that's the right thing to do. I love it. Thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David, where can these guys find you? If somebody wants to get in touch or needs help in Connecticut or has a referral, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Uh, I actually have a website. I, I didn't know what to do, whether I should brand myself or should I, you know, do you start off slow and do you, how the do you get your is Yes, around? you should brand yourself. <laughs> and, 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 and I did. And that's, that's really what okay. I did. So I bought Good. a website through GoDaddy. I created it myself. Again, it was just like, let me try this and see how it goes. Roughly, I think I'm in for about two, $300 and I have it for two years, the domain. And it was very simple. I set it up and, and oh, it's, you probably want the site. Uh, it's <laughs> ctdave.com, connecticutdave.com, um, which I was blown away that that was available. So that's great. So I did that. And it's just a simple website. It's a way to contact me. I put up some things like what to expect as a first-time home buyer, ways to get started, how to how to check your contact a mortgage broker to see what your credit score, see what you can afford, first-time home buyer loan 
offers in Connecticut, that kind of thing. And then just a, just a simple, this is what we do. And I'm, I'm available and what my hours are and myself, my personal cell phone is on the website and it rings. I answer it. <laughs> uh, oh, another, oh, this is, this just came up. Sorry to get sidetracked here. I, oh, I this is sometimes. great. Keep going. I have a huge problem. And I talked to my broker and I said, listen, do we have staff meetings where we can tell everyone something at the same time? She said, well, not typically in the summertime because it's busy. And it's, so, okay. So, so this is what I need to convey to every agent forever. Ready? Clear oh. out your voicemail on your cell phone. <laughs> this is maddening to me. I call an agent to talk to them because I like to speak to people. And, and it's more than just, just what time is this on a text? It's call any agent. And it's like, and I call it and it leaves the whole message is, sorry, the voicemail, voicemail box you have called is full and can no longer accept messages. Goodbye. And it hangs up on me. I've never, I've got hung up by a, a robot. I mean, it's maddening to me and it's frustrating and please clean out your mailboxes so I can leave a message. It's just, man, not getting a hold of somebody when you just want to talk and have a conversation is frustrating. And maybe I'm an old school guy. I'm in my forties and I, you know, maybe it's texting now. Maybe it's messages. Just man. Sorry. I had to get out of my soapbox. Now I'm done. Yeah. Dave, this is awesome. I'm going to go clear out my voicemail, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for being on the show, man. I'll talk to you soon. Be well, awesome. stay healthy. And Thank you. Uh, great, great, great chat with you. I appreciate the, the time. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.